Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So we've got this bombshell chart or multiple charts that I think proves the United States or the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, the United States government could be lying about the jobs market. Let's dive right into this Zero Hedge article and check it out. Title, Total U.S. Jobless Claims Near One-Year High. What? Wait a minute. I thought the jobs market was on fire. I thought the economy was booming, according to Jerome Powell and the central planners like Janet Yellen, Joe Biden. In fact, just last Friday, remember, just a blowout jobs number. The expectation was like 180,000. We have like 560, something absolutely incredible. It shows a labor market is extremely tight. There are way more jobs than people who actually want jobs. But now all of a sudden, we're getting data that shows the U.S. jobless claims are at an all-time high, or one-year high, excuse me. How? <laughs> how, how, is, how can these two data points be reconciled? How can they both be true? I mean, I don't think they can. How can there be way more jobs than workers, but yet the jobless claims are at a one-year high unless people are just saying, hey, who wants to work? Why on earth should I work when I could just get some freebies from the government? Maybe that's it. But I think this should definitely be included in our calculation as to how strong (laughs) the U.S. economy is. Let's go through the article. Initial and continuing initial and continuing jobless claims rose last week. And this, let's go to this chart. This is not the chart that I, I want to point out, but there's a lot of good charts in this article. So it looks like the initial jobless claims, the four-week moving average, is trending down, although it's still higher than it was in March of 2022, which Again, it's weird if the unemployment rate is at an all-time high, and that is a perfect proxy for the jobs market and therefore the U.S. economy. Also, U.S. continuing jobs claims has or plateaued in the middle end of 2022, but since the end of the fourth quarter, it's, it's pretty much gone straight up. So which one of these is true? Is the jobs market on fire? Or are there a lot more people that are filing jobless claims because they can't find work or they're filing jobless claims because they don't want to work (laughs) and the government has given them this alternate option. And it's, it's the same thing when you look at all the jobless data and just FYI, California had the, the largest increase in weekly jobless claims. Now, it's no surprise because they're such a huge state. I think this is just a a total number. But on the other hand, uh, Texas, which is almost as large. I don't know that Texas has the population of California. But uh, basically, their jobless claims were a lot lower. So this isn't just a result of California being the biggest state or one of But this is the main one right here. I mean, this just really simplifies things. Total jobless claims. Total. And since September 30th, 
roughly, of 2022, they have gone up, 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 and up. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. In my opinion, this one chart should cast a lot of doubt over the numbers, the headline numbers, the establishment numbers that we're getting from the BLS. And I think it's reasonable to ask the question, <laughs> are they just flat out lying about the numbers? Or maybe a better explanation would be the way they calculate the numbers is extremely, extremely flawed. Now, you could say, and you'd have a great point, that maybe it's the jobless claims. Maybe that metric is extremely flawed. Maybe that formula really doesn't make sense. And the establishment formula is the one that's far more precise. Maybe we have to remember that that establishment number is the outlier. So we've got 95% of the jobs data saying the market is in the no bueno zone. And then you've got 5% saying the jobs market is in fuego. (laughs) So... Personally, I look at that and say, okay, well, most likely it's going to be the 95% that's right. But maybe, just maybe the 5% will, when we look back in retrospect, will turn out to be correct. The bond market definitely disagrees. That's for sure. And another thing I'd like to show you that uh, some research I did for today's whiteboard video that I think you guys will really enjoy and that pertains to this. And I might actually do a completely separate video on this. I think yesterday we went over the amount of global denominated debt. But this is a chart that Josh found last night, which shows U.S. dollar denominated debt to non-banks outside the United States. That's the black line. And this in and of itself is very interesting. I use this extensively in today's whiteboard video. But what's even more interesting is when you look at the blue line or the red line. The blue line represents bonds issued by non-banks. Red line, bank loans to non-banks. So whether it's a bond being issued or a bank loan, still credit. But look what happened during the GFC. As you would expect, the amount of credit being issued went down. Why? Because banks were saying, no, we're not going to lend to anybody because we're going through a, a global financial crisis. Right here, we had a flat line, although this continued. We had a flat line with the European debt crisis. Cerveza sickness, same thing. 
the uh, the amount of debt actually went down. It didn't even flatline. What is it doing today? The amount of the, the nominal amount, not just the percentage in terms of overall debt, but the nominal outstanding amount of dollar-denominated debt to non-bank entities outside the United States is going down, just like it did during the GFC. So how can you sit there and say that the economy is booming if the amount of debt... Now, keep in mind, this is not credit card debt. This is not auto loans in Germany. If an, if an entity outside the United States is getting a dollar-denominated debt, that means it's a massive corporation that would be using that dollar debt to produce goods and services, or it's going to be a hedge fund, or it's going to be one of these financial entities where if the situation was good, they would be risk on. They'd be taking on more debt, not less. So I'm not saying that this proves the United States is currently in a recession, but what I am saying is this definitely would suggest the global economy is in a significant downturn which would lead you to believe that even if the United States is doing well now, it will be sucked into this global downturn. And regardless of what the jobs numbers are now, in the future, they're going to get a heck of a lot worse. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.